Hello, and welcome to the Treasury Insights podcast series. I'm Katie Spicer-Erickson, a Treasury Product Manager here at Bank of America, and I'll be hosting today's podcast. Now, we know that treasurers are always looking to accelerate processes and workflows, and there are a lot of new technologies and tools available that promise to help treasurers achieve those aims. But what is perhaps less obvious is that these new technologies can very effectively coexist with the traditional tools that are already being used to automate cash management and to manage complex account structures. So today we're going to touch on how companies can optimise their liquidity structures by combining the new with the existing. I'm delighted to be joined by two of my Bank of America colleagues, Alex Wong, Treasury Product Executive, and Chris Senior, Global Liquidity Specialist. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Katie. Great to be here, Katie. Chris, let's start with you. In your experience, what are the key priorities of businesses when it comes to liquidity and cash management? Treasurers need visibility and access to mobilising cash more easily to satisfy their working capital needs. By automating cash pooling between regions and across currencies, corporates have access to their cheapest form of funding, their own funds. And this is especially important in a high-rate environment. These established liquidity solutions provide treasurers with a high level of automation, as well as flexibility to configure features such as cash concentration sweeps or intercompany loans and respective rates. Thanks, Chris. And Alex, how do you think companies should approach addressing these priorities? Katie, when it comes to new technologies, not all of them applicable, particularly to liquidity. So treasurers need to work with the banks and their providers to understand what the technologies might bring and how they might be utilised. And that may be with regards to use cases. It may be with regards to their existing structures and how they can be incorporated. As I said, not all technologies are applicable, but one of the most relevant capabilities is probably virtual accounts. And although virtual accounts have been around for a number of years and used in various use cases, uh, such as payments and receipts and pair identification and account rationalization, what we're seeing now is that more and more clients are looking at virtual accounts to use for liquidity management. And the reason for that is mainly because it can help to rationalize their account structures, but also start to concentrate cash. But that said, although it's a new technology and it is useful, it won't completely overhaul treasury management solutions. Interesting. It does seem that there is a trend to incorporate virtual accounts into existing processes where there's a pain point and slot the VAs into that pain point rather than overhauling the entire bank account structure. Could you elaborate a little bit, Alex, on how virtual accounts can be used as add-ons to an existing structure? The traditional liquidity management structures, such as physical cash pooling and notional pooling, have been around for such a long time. For that reason, they're well adapted already, and also they have their own nuances. And so virtual accounts are not necessarily a replacement for the traditional liquidity solutions, but really a complementary or added consideration that can be put alongside the existing solutions. If you think about virtual accounts, they all must be part of or report into a physical account. And because everything is aggregated at the physical account level, whether that's transactions or virtual accounts, which are subordinate to that physical
medical account, what you have is something that's very similar to notional pooling, where all of the transactions and balances are aggregated under one physical account. And so you could, for example, have a very large overdraft in one virtual account, but in another virtual account, you could have a very large credit balance, which will balance off or offset that. And at the physical account level, that all aggregates to either a flat or credit position. So, as I say, notional pooling has its place. Physical cash concentration also has its place, but the capabilities of virtual accounts can complement those and add to them. Thank you, Alex. Would you say that the virtual account header can offer essentially a, a real-time liquidity solution by having that aggregated cash position visible, or is that a leap too far, do you think? That's a great point, Katie. With the reporting capabilities that we have, and also because the virtual accounts underneath the physical account are having the same transactions reported and accounted for within that physical account, you're absolutely right. There is a potential there to have a real-time cash concentration capability because all of the accounting and the transactions are recorded in real time, both in the virtual accounts and the physical account. Well, that's a great point, Alex. And also further to companies incorporating virtual accounts into their existing treasury structures, we see companies optimizing their liquidity structures through the use of digital technologies for cash forecasting capabilities, for example, with more frequent updates or even real-time forecasting by using APIs. This can then be further enhanced by real-time payments and receivables reconciliation, which have the added benefit of reducing transaction costs, of course. So lots of other options and techniques out there, and with that, lots of opportunities as well. What about implementing these solutions, Chris? What kind of challenges might a treasurer face? Well, Katie, for traditional solutions, there can be some restrictions on usage. For example, not all jurisdictions are allowed to participate. Some currencies are restricted. There can be tax considerations. So it is important to take a holistic look at your liquidity structure and drill into where efficiencies can be made or pain points addressed. It's a good idea to engage your bank for advice on how exactly to go about this. You might find there's an opportunity to convert physical accounts to virtual, among other considerations. Alex, how does Bank of America help clients overcome those challenges? So, Katie, it's not just our capabilities, but also our people and advice. And as Chris said, Asking your bank for advice or consulting with your banks, you can actually benefit from our experience. So we have liquidity specialists who have a broad knowledge of various capabilities, but also they work in conjunction with our global treasury advisory service. And those consultants have a more strategic overview of client use cases and situations. And they may bring some of their experience to bear to find out what other clients are doing and how to be best in class with regards to liquidity management techniques. Well, thank you, Alex and Chris, for your insights. This has been a great conversation about combining newer solutions like virtual accounts with existing ones to optimise liquidity structures. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Katie. I'm Katie Spicer-Erickson. Thank you for listening to the Treasury Insights podcast series. Bank of America is the marketing name used by certain 
global banking and global markets businesses of Bank of America Corporation, lending, other commercial banking activities, and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America NA member FDIC. Copyright 2023 Bank of America Corporation. All rights reserved.